Welcome to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, professional fractional CMO for B2B companies and host of the podcast. I'm deeply committed to transforming the world through technology, one company at a time. So stick with me until the end of the show, and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest with just 15 to 20 minutes of your time. I'm glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CEO and Founder Magic podcast. I am thrilled today to have Jamie Royce from MindCloud with me. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you very much. It's really great to be here. Great. Well, Jamie, tell us a little bit about MindCloud. Sure. Uh, Well, MindCloud, the concept of MindCloud comes after about 20, 25 years of working in the corporate world and I've always wanted to automate things. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to use the computer to get things done faster or to, you know, enter a bunch of commands in a a Commodore 64 prompt and have it do stuff, even if it was controlling Jumpman or something silly like a video game. But, you know, when I got into the the working world uh, and noticed doing tasks over and over again, and I'm like, there's got to be a way to automate this. It can't be that you have to copy and paste over and over the same thing all day. So it kind of, it's just been part of my journey from the beginning is always figuring out how to optimize, speed up, use computers, use modern technology to get your job done. Not because I wanted to be a founder or some business owner one day. It was just, I liked being efficient and I didn't like wasting time. I, I felt more fulfilled as an employee doing something that was where I felt worthwhile. And I didn't feel it was worthwhile to just do something that a robot could do. Sure, sure. So So you're an accidental founder. (laughs) Accidental founder. Yeah, it it was really um, during COVID, had the opportunity to work remotely. And uh, on the side, I was very interested in seeing if I could take all these ideas of automating things and make that as a service for other entrepreneurs, small and medium-sized businesses, and uh, basically share that that I've enjoyed so much over the last 20 years and share that with others. And there's all these tools available nowadays, um, but they're not that easy to use. And um, the whole concept of software, it's 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 complicated, it's hard, it takes too long to learn. These are the false ideas that prevent people from using modern technology. Although so all just of to have the pains that you're trying to solve for. We've all got uh, spreadsheets and we're doing manual work and members of our teams are doing that kind of work. And so there's definitely a, a, a pain experience out there that you're trying to solve, right? Yeah, and it started as a consultant Let's see if this was something that was needed by more than just myself. So my first client, it was, let's see, okay, this is what I could do for you. Here's your pain point. You're, you have these data entry staff and I know how to automate that. Started with that. They paid for it happily and saved them tons of hours. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So then the next month was two clients and then four clients. And it was the same type of thing until I saw this actually is working. Let's make a company 
let's quit the full-time job and do this as my full-time activity. Uh, so that's that was the founding of MindCloud. It was from an idea. It was testing that idea, seeing if people wanted it and would pay for it. Not just a great idea that I thought would be, you know, something fun and and helpful, but would someone pay for it? That was the that was the key. That was hard because I tried a few different other companies before this that I thought would be amazing, but nobody wanted to pay for it. Well, you so you that was that was important. The first thing that entrepreneurs learn is that especially if you're an engineer or a computer scientist, that it's easy to fall in love with our baby. It's much yeah. harder to actually create something that solves other people's challenges. But you have created a company that really solves a serious pain point for almost everybody in business, that there's some part of your company where uh, spreadsheets and manual work are taking lots of time and it's repetitive work and not the best use, as you said, of the brain power of the person doing it. So uh, yeah. hats off to you for that success. Um, you've had a little runway. You've got um, uh, several dozen clients, which is really exciting. Uh, tell me a little bit about that journey to go from deciding that you wanted to do this full time to having a, an ongoing successful company. Okay, great. Well, in the beginning, as I mentioned, it was a consultant. It was just myself trying to test out if this would work. Uh, when it became a company, um, it was quickly, how can I scale? How can I not just do this with my own hands, but make this something that can be repeated for many, many, many people? So from the very beginning, it was always that in mind. Even though right now, I'm going to do it over and over again myself for each new client, but it was always with the idea of this needs to be a scalable product. I know that it's a viable, profitable product for even me doing it, one person with one client and then 10 clients. But what if I need what if I have a hundred clients? Mm -hmm. Where's the break point? Where's it going to be where I can't do as much work as I have business for? So it always was how do I have a piece of software that can rep? Replicate what I'm doing for clients by setting up these automations. And in the beginning, it was just helping them use existing tools that were out there, like Zapier and other automation tools and showing them how to use it. Uh, then it became, let's build a piece of software. And I partnered with my, my CTO, who's a brilliant data scientist and architect. And we built a platform using very modern technology to make it possible to do what I was doing with people one-on-one, -on -one, which is connect software on a platform, get them talking to each other and doing whatever the repetitive, pro repetitive process was, but fully automated. So you don't even need me to go set it up and connect it and then build the flows and all that. And then rapidly found that this was a huge need that doesn't exist out there. There's tools, but there's not a simple way for this market, small and medium-sized businesses to take advantage of automation and software integration. So then that was really yeah, the, created the a journey. Platform as a service, right? Yeah. So it's actually called iPass. It's a it's like SaaS, except it's integration platform as a service. So we have a platform that allows you to plug in your software, create the different flows of data that need to occur, and see every time that it ran and connected and be able to have a history of every interaction and it's all there for you. So you don't need to worry about 
you know, logging into Zapier to see if your Zap disconnected or something like that. It's all right there and you can see that it's always running. And so what kinds so, of software are you connecting with the iPass platform? It's all of the normal type of things that people use. CRMs, any kind of CRM where, where you have your contact data, uh, address data, uh, invoicing software like QuickBooks, places where you need to do your invoices, your estimates, uh, quotes, um, as well as ERP systems that have everything from, you know, your inventory, your, you know, all the data of an organization. The only key thing is that it needs to be in the cloud. There needs to be some way to connect to it. So uh, the first thing I usually do with customers is help them to migrate to the cloud if they're not already on the cloud, because then they could take advantage of this technology. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much any type of software that that is online, we can connect it. So if if our listeners, and some of them are new founders with startups, what's something that you learned along the way that you wish somebody had told you in advance about starting a business? I would say the biggest thing like that was that I was going to need to overcome people's inertia. Inertia is the biggest barrier to helping a business owner grow. You've been doing it this way. It's working or quote unquote working, but they won't be able to scale if they don't change. And it's kind of like the Southwest Airlines situation where they had a piece of software that they've used for 40 years and they didn't want to upgrade it to the modern type of software that can talk to each other and automatically you know, reallocate resources when a storm sets in. And then this last holiday, they had tens of thousands of flights canceled. They couldn't move the crews fast enough to the to the other flights that were flying. And they estimated a loss of over a billion dollars because of not modernizing software over the decades that they've been using the SkySolver software. But that's a big example. For the small guy, it's the same thing though. If you've been using a Google Sheet document to keep track of all your inventory, and now you've got 20 staff trying to log into that same Google Sheet to see what inventory and stock levels you have, it's probably time to upgrade to a proper inventory management system. Or, you know, examples like that, because everybody's got spreadsheets and there's ways that you've been grooved in on doing things. And to break through that idea that it's possible to do things better and that it's easy and it doesn't cost a ton of money to do it. That's the thing that's been the biggest challenge. I wish I knew from the beginning is that we're going to have to break through the inertia and that that concept of if it ain't broke, don't fix it actually can make you broke. And that's the biggest thing that we've been successful helping to break through. But if I had known that from the beginning, probably would have adjusted the approach and been able to ramp up faster. Yeah, it's it's really a fundamental of sales that you've got to uh, make some pain if they don't realize that there is pain in the first place. Uh, totally. Uncover some pain in order to get some movement. And that, that's a really core fundamental of sales. So tell yeah. me a little bit about how you came to work with your CTO and, and that kind of process of having a, a, a co-founder if, if, if he's a co-founder. Yeah. Yeah, DC is a co-founder. We started it when I was doing this experiment and I had my full-time job. He had a full-time job. 
And I'm a developer. I've been developing for 20 years, but I'm not an architect of software like DC is. So I would say after work one day, call up DC. Hey, I got an idea. I have this project. Let's split it 50-50. You do where I can't do it. And you know we'll deliver it to the customer and um, make a little money. He said, sure, no problem. So he used his expertise. I used mine. Within a couple of weeks, we delivered the product and made a few thousand dollars. And that was for not a lot of work. Then the next one came and it was double the amount for the same amount of work. And then I um, called him up, DC. So, you know, do you have time this weekend? We're going to do another project. Same deal. We'll just split it down the middle. And then he's like, sure. So it started just from that organic, I know somebody who can but do you this. Knew, and you knew each other before. We knew each other. I had worked with him in the corporate world for years. So I had already seen his quality work and we've been friends for years. So, so it's important to have a network. Beforehand is really a, a key part of deciding to have a, a, a partnership, right? A hundred percent. That you know each other well, that you have a working relationship, you would recommend that? Absolutely. All of the initial partners in MindCloud when we formed this were long-term friends that I've seen. I've been fortunate enough to work with some amazingly skilled people over the last two decades in different capacities. And it was kind of cherry picking a group together that we all had a similar purpose. And it all started in a similar way of start part-time, let's build up, let's grow organically. And when you can move over full-time, let's go full-time. So that that really was key is having a core team of people that you know and trust. If you don't know people already that can do certain things, find them. Find from your network. You probably don't realize that you know someone even even inside your family or friends level connections who can do exactly what you need and are probably the perfect fit, but you got to ask. And um, that is absolutely the first most important thing because then you're all working together from the beginning and you have that trust and common um, common growth um, intention. Great. Well, Jamie, you have done a phenomenal job in a short period of time to launch a company and be serving clients all over the country, all over the world. We're uh, just uh, so excited to hear about your success. What are one or two things that you would recommend for small businesses uh, to think about when it comes to their software applications? Something that they can maybe do themselves as they gear up to be ready to work with you. Um, two things. One, don't be afraid to talk to an expert. If you don't know it and it's not your wheelhouse of expertise, find somebody who is, who can give you advice on what to do regarding your existing software uh, or future software that you want to use. Um, a lot of companies are using 10 or more software applications and spending thousands of dollars a month on some things they don't even need, or it's redundant, or if they knew how to use software correctly, they wouldn't need all these other software pieces. So that's the first thing is talk to an expert who knows the field, knows the software. Um, and then second is don't be afraid to spend a little bit of money if it's going to save you a lot of money in the long run. And think of your long-term goals. I had one client the other day where we were 
going over, where do you want to be in two years? Because that's what I want to help you to get to, not what you're running into today that you're trying to plug in your calendar and your Google chat thing and the small problems of today. Where do you where are you trying to be in two years? Let's work backwards from there. And what are all the things that need to be in place so your business can be streamlined to get there? And then it made a lot of sense to partner up and work together to get them there. It didn't make so much sense to help them with one little task that takes them 20 minutes a month and is not going to save them that much time and money. So really good. Yeah. Don't be Jamie. Absolutely. Be a little bit strategic about thinking about your processes and and where you can make savings of time and money over the longer term. Uh, Really great feedback. We've loved having you on the CEO and founder magic podcast, Jamie, Um, for all of our listeners, where can they find you online? Mindcloud.co is our website. And there's a big button for free consultation right in the middle. So anybody can book a free consultation where we'd be happy to review what software you're using, where there's possibilities to automate or integrate your software and help you to streamline your process and scale. So that's that's the best way to reach out to us. Great. Well, thank you again, Jamie. Uh, this has been the CEO and Founder Magic, Magic Podcast. Uh, until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. If you felt like this podcast interview captured your story, would you share it on social media? It's easy. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social accounts. Be sure to use hashtag CEO Founder Magic and tag anyone you think would be a great guest. I love to see your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to be sure you don't miss any episodes, please subscribe and we'll be excited to have you listen. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. And if you know of other business to business company CEOs who have compelling stories and who might like to be on this program as well, please visit KEO dot bz slash book today that's k-e-o dot bz slash book today and if you want to know more about our fractional cmo program just go to our website do a, a search on services for fractional cmo or you can follow me on linkedin facebook and instagram at k-e-o marketing thanks for listening we'll see you next time i'm sheila clefcorn and it's been a pleasure having you on ceo and founder Magic.